Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry. As we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager, your two hosts along this journey are my fellow Voyager actor, Garrett Wong, who in 2005 played the role of Chow Ping Yen in the TV miniseries Into the West. And myself, your favorite helmsman, Robert Duncan McNeil, a.k.a. Robbie McDunk, RDM, Robbie D, whatever. Remember, you can get the full version of this podcast and lots more bonus material by signing up to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash the Delta Flyers. Wow. Into the West. I remember when you did this. That was a big deal. Yeah. First of all, I would like you at some point in the next intro to give every iteration of every nickname (laughs) that you've ever had in your entire life. Cause you listed about eight, but I want everyone yeah. on the next one. Um, let's talk about into the West real quick. Yeah. Into the let's West was, um, I'll tell you, it was uh, when Voyager ended, it was 2001 and there was a writer strike that happened right after Voyager ended. Oh, yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. That messed a lot of stuff up. So from the period from 2001 until 2005, that four yeah. year span, I only had 20 auditions. That was wow. it. So five per year, the writer strike messed up with that. And yeah, so when Into the West audition came around, I have to thank the casting director and the casting assistant because they were amazing because I was so nervous. I just remember... I was I was so in my head. It was a big deal. That was was a a big big deal. But I was adaptation of that of that book. Yeah. yeah, but I was in such a weird space in my head where I felt like I couldn't book anything else. I remember I was sitting on a plane flying somewhere to do some appearance thing for some convention and Jeff Bridges was sitting next to me. We struck up this conversation and I I said, Jeff, um, have you ever felt like, you know, <laughs> that you didn't belong or you felt like you weren't going to book a job or you ever again after you booked a major role or whatever? He goes, all the time. He goes, that's how I feel all the yeah. time. You know, it, it just, you're always having insecurities as an actor yeah. about um, yeah. um, career longevity and just booking other things. So when I got in there, my reading, my reading was because I had all this pressure on myself was so quick. Like you've seen it before when you sit in on actors reading, yeah. when they rush through it and it just, yeah. I was like, I was 150 miles an hour going through my lines. Oh, and I remember the casting director looked to me and she goes, Garrett, stop for a second, breathe. We are on your side. We are on your side. You don't have to convince us already. We're you're at the callback already. We love you. Okay. Yeah. We just need to slow it down. Just enjoy this. Enjoy this process. Enjoy saying the lines, and slow it down. Slow it slower than you actually think where it should be. Like if you think mm-hmm. you're slow enough, go even slower than that, and you're you're still going to come off just fine. But right now, we need a reading from you to put this down to show the producers that isn't at 150 miles an hour. And I was like, okay, because it didn't seem to me, it didn't seem like it. I thought I was speaking normal speed to them, right. but I was like so nervous. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. even tell. Yeah. So they really helped me. So I just want to, first of all, just say hey, a shout out to both of those, the casting director and the casting assistant, how amazing they were on Into the oh, West. That's great. Um, yeah, super cool. That's a who's who. If you look at the cast there, oh, yeah. there's there's probably 50 or 50 some odd recognizable names in that cast. That they, yeah. yeah. And it was a six part miniseries. I was cast for episode four. So the fourth um, uh, part of the six part miniseries. And funny enough, the name of this episode in the miniseries was Hell on Wheels, 
which ended up being oh, that's the funny. name of a series that yeah. our friend Marvin Rush became the director yeah. of photography on up here in Calgary. And guess who starred in that? Good old Anson Mount, oh, uh, who's right. now Captain uh, Pike in Strange New Worlds. So yeah. we have some uh, pre-Star Trek alumni before they become Star Trek alumni uh, in Anson Mount on Helen Wheels. But anyway, so I got I got the role and we filmed in New Mexico. And at the time, Robbie, you remember my hair was long because after the show, oh, ended, yeah. I didn't cut my hair. I'll just let it go and let it go. So by yeah. the time this audition came around, that my hair was below the sh my shoulders. It was down to here. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was something that I, I really wanted to book a role with my long hair. And this was one of the this was the role that I played <laughs> yeah. with long hair. And, and you had um, long hair when they, you got Voyager. Yeah, I remember so when I first met you. Yeah. The very first time we're standing outside the hair and makeup trailers. Yeah. You had gone in for your yeah. consultation or whatever right right and, and i it was right between the trailers when i first met you right? yeah and yeah. i saw you and i was like oh, kevin oh, from oh. masters of the universe yes the masters of the universe <laughs> thing was because i love that movie and that that was i was so excited <laughs> when i met you then i was very very nervous to meet you too but oh, anyway you saw my long hair then and i grew yes, it all I out did. at the end of the show and let it go long and i finally got to where and in fact they even added extensions they added extensions to my hair to make it wow. even longer and they braided it into it like a Chinese queue, like a, you know, a long, yeah. long, um, because this miniseries takes place in the 1800s and it's the building of the railroad in the United yeah. States of America, where the Irish built from the East coast and the Chinese built from the West coast. And they kind of built towards each other. And yeah. um, they're supposed to meet at a midpoint, but the Chinese were so good. They beat, they, they beat the Irish. They basically ah. went a little further, much further than the meeting point uh, because they kept on going and they had a harder wow. job because they had to go through the Rockies. The mountains. So, yeah, the everything. mountains. Yeah. They had to blow through like dynamite, through like um, uh, cliffs in order to make tunnels, you know, yeah. and that was dangerous work because they would lower the, the Chinese railroad workers would be lowered in, in straw baskets on the side of the mountain to set the charges and light it. And if they didn't pull the guy up fast enough, he would be blown up as well. So- yeah, a lot of stuff. Well, going on. yeah, the Chinese workers on the railroad, not just in America, but also in Canada. Yes, I've Canada seen some as well. The history correct, correct. there that the correct. Chinese railroad workers were, I mean, a huge impact in North America. Yeah, all, all the rail lines. Yeah, definitely. And that role, it was it was so much fun because we were out in the middle of New Mexico and we were filming outside. It was snowing. Um, a lot of people mistook me for Native American. They thought I was <laughs> that was the oh, that was funny. the ongoing joke. Everyone thought I was um, indigenous right. and that I was a background actor. So I got called oh, out by a lot funny. of different people saying, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "I'm getting makeup applied." Uh, no, you're you're supposed to be in the extras holding pen. And I said, <laughs> "Really? That's pretty funny because no one told me to go there." They're like, That's "What's your funny. name?" I said, "I'm playing Chow Ping," and they were all like, "Oh, oh, you're playing Chow Ping? I'm sorry, we thought you were Native." So that was That's that was funny. the whole running joke but super fun job and just happy to have, have done that role and if you anyone who hasn't seen it it's it's a it's a really good miniseries and i yeah i got great it. reviews mm -hmm. very yeah. cool all right all what right. are we doing this week what are we what are we watching well i'm particularly excited about this week it oh. is the episode shattered shattered yeah okay all right go cool. shattered i'm excited i like that name shattered shattered yeah, yeah. i don't think i even recall that name on a script, but well, I can't wait to go see it. You should be excited. Let's go excited. watch Let's it. Let's go watch this. Mm -hmm. And for all of our Patreon patrons, stick around for all of your bonus material. For everyone else, we'll see you in a minute. 
Wow. What an episode. Wow. My goodness. Um, yes. All right. Well, let's just jump right into our poetry synopsis of Shattered. Yes, and, let's uh, do. Here's, yeah, here's my haiku. Here we go. Okay. Chakotay needs help. Must bring the ship back in sync. Temporal PD. <laughs> I couldn't fit prime directive in five syllables. Yeah. Prime directive. Well, yeah, temporal see, prime directive is only takes, four. Temporal takes three takes up, up already. Yeah, so many so, syllables. Yeah. 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 So there you it's go. Not easy. Sometimes right. haikus aren't as easy as you think. No, you're right. Okay, let me hear that limerick. Here we go with a limerick for Shada. Okay. Voyager's timelines get mixed up and tossed. Chakotay must get them uncrossed. Seska and Borg 7 are back. JC try and inoculate every gel pack. Another bottle of cider. Maybe some boundaries will be crossed. Oh! <laughs> this was... Oh, my uh, God. This was a okay. big, big JC episode for me. Yeah, that was but, like the head. No, no, I I believe you one thousand percent. But it's if you want to be specific, it's yes. not just JC. It's not JC. It's past J, future C. Yeah, that combo is great. Yeah. These two are just they're one step away from consummating that relationship. Absolutely. Okay? I mean, it was anyone who loves Jane and Chicote as a couple. And again, to be specific, future Chakotay and and past Janeway, yeah. um, they're going to love this episode because of oh, yeah. all the moments that are in here. Because there, you know, there's some there's some tough moments. There's some moments of like you know uh, tough love, and and uh, let me yeah. let me shake let me shake this into you. You know, listen to me. Yeah. And and a lot of those trials and tribulations in this very short span of time, past Janeway and future Chakotay. Go through a lot of things, and when they you go, go through, through a lot ton. of things with someone, yeah, with somebody else, they you get actually. It. Now that I think about it, yeah, they actually get to the point of this whole JC dance they've been doing in this yes. episode in a way they didn't for seven years because exactly. they literally say, "Do we get together?" She asks, "Do we have to <laughs> get together?" Asked that yes, and he says, "We could have, but we decided but we decided not, not to, to cross yeah, boundaries." The boundaries. I, Finally, there's an answer to yes. What were they feeling? Feelings? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, they were feeling feelings. Correct. Yeah. So, yes. um, absolutely. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, and you know, we are both uh, JCers. We definitely yes. are JC shippers. So, I, I think anyone who's a JC shipper probably was quite excited when they saw this episode. For yes, sure. it's very so. satisfying because at least they they yeah. confront the issue head on. They yep. talk about it. It's mm -hmm. a great, yeah, a lot mm -hmm. of fun. This episode. Okay. Let's right. start off with guest stars here. Let's go through yes. these, right? Um, well, this see, here's the thing. You and I both remembered nothing beforehand. <laughs> no. But the minute the credits came up, I was like, oh my goodness. It was almost like the credits were spoilers in a way, because yeah. the first name that pops up is Martin Rayner. And immediately I thought, I oh my gosh, they're gonna be going into Captain Proton. It's it's Chaotica. Yeah. And if we haven't already said this, because I, I know you you were doing the credits beforehand. Yeah. His first credit was a 19 episode of Born and Bred, which seems to be a British British show. 
TV series. What yeah. year was it? 19 what? 1980. 1980. And he played the character of Bernard, which, uh, of course, I think in England, they would say Bernard or something like uh-huh. that. Instead uh-huh. of Bernard, uh, we would say it. But that was his uh, very, very first credit. 1980. Yeah, okay. 1980. Manu and Amy, I don't know if we've said Manu's first credit, but it is a 1997 episode of Pacific Blue, the television series about high school did. cops. Okay, we might have yeah. said that already. All right. Um, Scarlett Palmer's. Do we say her first ep? I don't know. First ep? Probably. Okay. 1995 episode of step by step <laughs> remember that show yeah step yes, by step nicholas worth who played lonzac 1966 yes. film for pete's sake for pete's sake yes yeah. so he's got the oldest credit 66 wow. yes yes and as we mentioned before unfortunately nicholas worth passed away in may of 2007 so uh mm. his very very long resume ended in 2007 but again great Great, Great in the role of Lonzac, yeah. Uh, Martha Hackett, 1986 episode of Hill Street Blues. That was her mm. very, very first one. Mm-hmm. Seska. And the minute I saw Martha's name, I thought, what? Seska's in this one? So, Seska, Dr. Seska, Chaotica. Dr. Chaotica, Lonzac, Crazy. the robot. So Tarek Ergen yep. as the robot, I'm sure, again. And next we have Mark Bennington, who played Adult Echeb. Yes. Adult Echeb. His very first credit was a 2000 episode of Diagnosis Murder. Oh. Diagnosis, yeah, Diagnosis Murder. And also, this answers the question of why Manu was not cast on Picard as oh, yeah. Icheb. Because I was thinking, well, what the heck happened? And now I realize they they've already established, grown, yes, they established yes. a grown man, a, a, another actor as the yes. grown-up version of Icheb. Yeah. And this actor, Mark, is not the same actor that portrayed each adult Icheb in Picard. But because they've already established a different look, I think yeah. that's why they went with a it new made it, actor. It makes it easier. Yeah, it makes sure. it easier for sure. And to be perfectly honest, I think Manu has a baby face. I mean, his face still looks, still looks exactly like, a like he did yeah. when he was on Voyager. Like except me. he's got gray hair. Kind of yeah, like I, me. Yeah, like, like a baby. Like fit. you. You look yeah, exactly I look like, like I look like, you like did. still look like a teenager. You're still look like a very young man. And I am, really. Robbie, Quite your young. eyes look exactly Quite like young. they did when they were on the show. Thank you. Except I need glasses now. Except but you other need other glasses. Yeah. All right. Next up we have Vanessa Branch. Yes. And Vanessa Branch played adult Naomi. Her very first credit was a 1999 episode of the Nathan Lane sitcom Encore Encore. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, I don't the... remember that at all. You don't remember Nathan Lane and, and uh, Encore, no, Encore Encore? Encore okay. Encore? No. Yeah, this I is a very, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't go for seven seasons, but still, this was a TV show that he okay. starred in. And Vanessa Branch, also, Vanessa was the one who did the Orbit Gum. She had the British. British accent, you know, saying like, oh, you oh, have a yeah. very dirty, dirty mouth. You need this gum. So that was, that was her. her? Yes. Oh, that's same. funny. And what's funny is that. Orbit gum is the one that had the liquid Orbitz. inside, right? Uh, no, Didn't I think. Orbits is... have like, like gushers it had, little, or something? it had little taste crystals, but it wasn't uh, liquid though. It was like a long piece. It wasn't square. Like I know what I like you're talking the about. square ones. The square ones that have liquid, liquid inside. Those are fun. Was, yeah. That's they fun. Bring candy. that back. Yes. But that was I, good gum. Yes. <laughs> the funny thing is, I met Vanessa Reese. I, I I never met her on set, but I did meet her recently at a convention. But oh, she what? never mentioned that she worked on Voyager. That's what's oh, so crazy. Funny. That's yeah, and it's 
I kind of laugh about that because I saw her on screen. I said, wait a minute. Is that the same Vanessa that I met before and the convention? It is, but she never. And she was at the convention signing for. Signing for other stuff she's done. So not just for chewing gum. Other stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It wasn't just Voyager. So she didn't even have a Voyager photo on her. On her table. Otherwise, that I would have said, think, hey, there that is. makes me think we should do a Masters of the Universe convention. Why hasn't there oh, been a Masters boy. of the Universe? convention? I'm going to get Brought into to you by that. the Delta Flyers. Yeah. Yeah. OK, we should get everybody like that it. was in. Man- I'll get Dolph. I, I'll call up Dolph I, and Courtney. I am Courtney so Cox. behind this. This would be the, the that pinnacle. would be a fun convention. Yes. I'm saying, I'm just saying. I'm, I agree. Okay. And okay. you know how much I love masters you know how much i fawn i think over. people would come out for that i bet we... oh heck yeah okay you, you gotta be kidding me i think this is something that we should definitely work on i agree all right okay. we also have anthony holiday who yes. portrayed relot and i'm guessing he played one of Kazon? the Kazon, maybe maybe yes okay. okay 1986 episode of dangerous minds the television series not the movie though so that's his very first credit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All and right. Terrell or Terrell yes. Clayton, who yes. played Andrews, he's the, oh, guy, the guy in the yeah, hallway. In the hallway. Yeah. Andrews. I feel like that was looped or something. I, yes. I, <laughs> that was, uh, we'll get to that. His but I first was like, line may have been what? looped. His very what? first one was very loopy. <laughs> it's not fitting. And okay. Uh, but his first, first credit. Yes. Was the sci-fi television series yes. that Jerry Ryan was on before Voyager, oh. Dark Skies. Yeah. Yes. A 1996 episode of Dark Skies. Terrell Clayton was on that, and so was Jerry Ryan. I'm curious if he was if actually in the scene with Jerry. Scene. Yes. Yeah, that would, that would be, be pretty crazy. interesting. Yep. Yeah. All right. Story by Mike Sussman and Michael Taylor. I was right. Teleplay oh. by Michael Taylor. I picked Michael Taylor. Yeah, Every time Michael I pick Taylor. something right, I feel like I have to go buy a lottery ticket. I mean, yeah, I feel like, look, look at that. I got it. Yes. Okay. Directed. Well, we didn't get the director right. Neither one of us. No, but it was Terry in the back Wendell. of my mind. I was, yeah, it was Terry Wendell. I was going to say that. I remember I when we looked up, up Terry's credits and I was surprised how many episodes he did. I, I, I would have guessed before this podcast that he directed two episodes. Right. And well, when he you directed like up, six or seven. Oh, yeah. Easily. Several Voyager yeah. episodes. Yeah. So, but he didn't direct anything but Voyager. It's weird. Like he directed yeah, no a bunch DS9, of, no Enterprise, no. just uh-huh. Voyager. I'm wondering who the connect was. Like, who knew Terry to begin with? Like, I don't what, know. I don't you know, know. Was it an old relationship? Did, I think it was a did Rick, did Rick Berman run over Terry Wendell's foot in a parking lot and say, yeah. I owe you. And Terry said, well, give me a directing episodes. job. Who knows? You know, yeah. I don't know. Strange. No, okay. Yeah. No clue. All right. Do you want to start off? Let's uh, get into, into this the show. All right. Yeah. So here we go. Opening shot of Voyager flying through space. Yeah. My comment is. It was a very CG shot. It did not look like the models. I was like, oh, I like the Do you models think better. They like- put the models into storage in season I think seven. They were they just trying said, a lot of new shots up? at this point because CG, they had built this, this uh, Voyager CG asset. And so they yeah. were trying it in a lot of episodes right. uh, to get some new looks. I mm-hmm. like the models better. The models better. And plus, even though I still look like a model? teenager. Even though I still look like a very young man, I like the old school stuff. I will. How say. much was that model? The actual Voyager model? Do you think to build the yeah, to build the, phys- the physical yeah, model? The one that they use seasons one through six. That one. I would guess back in those dollars at that time, yeah. at least fifty thousand dollars, seventy, eighty thousand dollars. This is 
in those <laughs> okay. dollars. Yeah. Wow. But I would imagine the CG model was close to the same cost, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you can do once you build the CG model, you can have you can it use it over and over yeah, again, over right? and over again. Yeah. yeah, the physical model you have to shoot every time you want to get a different angle or something. So right, so less manpower involved with the CG model. Once clearly. you get the once you get the asset, the asset itself that yeah that digital asset built, you can move it around yeah like a How, video game right. however you want however you want it. Okay, yeah. You see the ship flying by. We cut into cargo bay. There's Naomi and Ichab working on a puzzle. Mm -hmm. Sitting on the floor. Adorable, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Um, Adorable, but I wish they gave Icheb other wardrobe than that. He's wearing the same clothes yeah. in every scene yeah. that we've seen him in. In every yeah, episode. Yeah, he always project. wears the same clothes. That same color yeah, scheme. He seemed very slow to me, Icheb, in this scene. Yeah, almost, almost like, like he, he was, was not there. <laughs> it's very <laughs> slow. I was like, dude, pick up your pick, pick up, up the, the pace. Say words. Yeah. Uh, but it was very slow. I you, liked when I think I know what you mean. I think like when they're playing around and then Chicote enters, he very slowly gets up slowly and gets very up. slowly looks over and says, Commander, like that. It was a very <laughs> everything was just it was like in slow motion. De yeah, delayed reaction. I don't know. It I was agree. Weird. I agree. It was but I like when Naomi says, I, I need uh, a green piece for Tuvok's ears. Yeah. I like I like that that was cute the two green piece that the, looks like two box ears. that looks like two box yeah. ears exactly <laughs> it's cute that it's was cute, cute. um yeah. but chakote comes in uh each apologizes for the condition of the cargo bay messy he, messy yeah messy he says it's not that messy they're just doing no. a puzzle uh he says he's been tutoring naomi and um he does say please don't tell seven don't tell her because i was supposed to be writing a paper and then Chicote is like, well, I'll keep your secret if you keep mine. Yeah. He says, don't tell Neelix where I stashed the Antarian cider because <laughs> I only have a few bottles left. And I was like, wait a minute, I think seven he's... seasons and he's been stashing <laughs> like his, his, his cider alcohol, his stash in yeah. the, this, we finally have learned this. How many bottles did he have, by the way, if he still got them? After seven well, seasons. Yeah, but he also mentions that this is not the replicated stuff. So this is like original. This original, is original brewed yes. cider from Ontarian yes. whatever. Whatever. Know. Yes. But so, uh, Icheb says, well, if you want to really keep it secret, you should hide it with the salvage board parts because Neelix will never go looking for it there because it gives him the creeps, which I thought was funny. It was funny. Uh, yeah, he'll never inventory that box of yeah. Borg stuff. Borg stuff. I also mm -hmm. thought... They're having this conversation in front of Naomi. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are talking about lying and hiding things. <laughs> and there's a child right here. Or, like, really? Okay, okay. Couldn't you just step away from the kid <laughs> for a minute when you're talking about like, <laughs> lying to people? And very bad role models, both of them. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we go to Janeway's quarters next. She's sitting on the floor, just like Ooh, the puzzle. Whoa. I was like, is this a theme? Everybody yeah. sits on the floor this episode. <laughs> She's got pieces and parts, not a not a puzzle. She's got replicator parts. Yes. Kakote comes in with the Antarian cider. And I was like, oh, romance time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Janeway says, uh, you're late. Yeah. And she says, but so is dinner. And we realized <laughs> that she's 
he's broken the replicator again. He says, yeah. let me guess, you burned the roast again. I love the callback to when she burnt that roast in an yeah. earlier episode. Yeah. She called the replicator a glorified toaster back back yeah. in the day, and it has back never forgiven her. That's what James says. Funny. Very funny line. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, Chakotay says, I didn't realize the replicators hold grudges, which I thought was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and they're already really flirty in the scene. So this is current timeline. Yeah, this is now. And they are really, really flirty. Yeah. Which I just feel like I, I'm going to spoiler at the end of the episode, near the uh, end, they do talk about how they made this decision just to be friends. They shake hands later in the episode. So I'm like, why are they still playing with fire here if they've made yeah. this decision? But anyway, they're still super flirty. They can't help uh, it. Um. He does mention he ran into Ichab and Naomi and says something about like, well, Ichab's going to run this ship someday. I was like, really? Really? Like Harry's not going to run the ship? <laughs> yeah, I or know. Tom, I was something? like, it was like really proving themselves as, you know, uh, a reliable, smart, heroic leader yeah. type person. Yeah. Ichab is going to be your leader. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I think that chain of, I think that chain of succession would go Janeway, Chicote. Tuvok, Torres, Harris, Kim. So I mean, you know, there's already there's already about eight people before Echeb easily. Before Echeb, yeah. I just I don't don't give Echeb that much credit at this point in our show that he's running the ship. Yeah, but they toast. Uh, Jamie does mention I'm not ready to retire yet, and suddenly there's a noise. She calls the bridge. Harry responds from the bridge. He's in the. Captain's chair. chair again. El Capitan's the chair. Captain's chair. Mm-hmm. You got in that captain's chair a lot. I did. I did. And it looked uh, like Harry was very comfortable very sitting in that comfortable captain's there. chair. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, secret hideout. Okay. Harry says there's some kind of gravimetric surge overloading the dampeners, and Seven is trying to isolate it, uh, but the warp core is destabilizing. So we're into problems very quickly mm-hmm. uh janeway and chakotay leave they head out um chakotay's going to engineering janeway's going to the bridge then we cut over to uh astrometrics and seven says there's a, a rift opening in front of them emitting high levels of neutrinos and chronotons what's a chronoton it sounds like something i put on my salad i'm gonna get i'm gonna have a i'll have the salad buffet and i'll put extra chronotons on it <laughs> I don't know if that would be good for me. So would you like chronotons with your salad? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I. So now we're on the bridge. Yes. And Janeway was walking in off the turbo lift. And yeah. Janeway Harry's says. still in the chair. Harry's yeah, still Harry's still in the chair, chair. Kim says on screen, Janeway says, what is it? So now we're looking at this crazy nebula. Um, And Kim yeah. says, I don't know. That is a looped line if I've ever heard one <laughs> uh, when uh, it was just my re- my energy was like i don't know it was like i i felt like i was Echeb in that scene uh, i don't know I you and each really, had the same same dinner. slow sort of you, like you we had, had the, we whatever, ate the same food that slowed our the, our, our metabolism down yes exactly we you were, had chronotons we had <laughs> you must have had some chronotons on your salad <laughs> we had chronotons yeah okay, good that's what it is. Don't eat chronotons when you have to be on the bridge it'll, acting it'll like the captain. It'll slow, slow you down, down big time. No one needs that. Yeah. So Harry doesn't know what it is. The ship is no. still shaking. We go to uh, engineering. Mm. Chicote, Bellana working on it. Bellana says we're losing containment. Everybody out. So yeah. we feel like this something's gonna 
bad is going to happen. Bellana's trying to save everybody. She's so thoughtful. I love Bellana. <laughs> then we go out to space. We see that Voyager is hit by this giant lightning bolt kind of thing. And yeah. this, and by the way, whatever effect they use on this, this uh, anomaly or this spatial rift or whatever, whatever effect they use looked very Borg to me. I feel like they're using oh. some of the same visual effects elements. Because it, it felt... I didn't get that. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, it you felt sort that, of like though, a huh? Borgy kind of... Yeah, but none I've of it was green, though. None of the color was were green, right? No, you know how they like, have that fluorescent yeah. green for Borg stuff? So Maybe not, but I feel like sometimes okay. the Viz effects people create some textures or, you know, thing elements that they'll put into different... And they'll reuse it. They'll reuse it, yeah. yeah that okay. one felt, to save felt, some money. felt a little reused. Okay, me. all right. They, they're hit by this lightning bolt, and then we go to engineering. We see Chakotay uh, by the warp core, and On that panel. Yeah. yeah, on the panel by the warp core... And everybody's out pretty yeah. much except for Chakotay at this point. Mm -hmm. And Chakotay goes flying back. Oh, he's blown back. He's yeah. blown back. And I did make a note that shot behind him was definitely a stunt double. <laughs> it was a little, I was not Beltran. It was, eh, stunt double was kind of meh to me. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. And it felt like a windup. It felt like he was sort it of, a stunt double with a digital butt crack, or was it just a stunt double? It was not. It did not have a digital butt crack that okay. I'm aware of. I All right, not, I was not investigating that deeply. <laughs> Fine. Uh, anyway, so you didn't like you didn't like Chakotay's stunt double. Clearly. I feel like it could have been a better hit or something. Like they should have put him on a wire and had him just slide him back. Yeah. yeah, he just sort of like did a. A lean forward and fell back and flew and back. Yeah. Didn't even look like Robert yeah. from behind. But let's get to what he looked like when he was on the ground, mat. that close up. Yeah, sweet. Cut him on the ground. Balana asks uh, the transporter room to, to beam Chicote to sick bay because yeah. his face is messed. Well, it's old up. on one side. So it's not injured. old on one it's side. Old. It's almost like, what is going on? He's yeah. he's 95 years old on he's the an oldie. right side of his face. Yeah. He's half oldie. He's half oldie. Yeah. <laughs> so one half of him. Or half ote. Half ote. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's a half ote. He's half ote. I like it. All right. We go to sick bay. Doc scanning yeah. Chicote. He's saying, Welcome back, Chicote, as his eyes open up. I love well, this. Oh, he didn't say it ship. so nicely, though. His his tone was very yes. sour. And I thought. And to me, I'm like, what's going on with the doctor right here? But then yeah. we learn. We learn it's old. Thing. It's older, older doc. doctor. Yeah, he's when he was still grumpy. Yeah. All so good time. job by Bob. Bob really nailed it on that one. So. Yeah, he did great. Mm. Chakotay asked what happened. Uh, doc says he was transported here, and his body was in a state of temporal flux. Yeah. And he says you have the liver of an 80 year old man and the kidneys <laughs> of a two year old. And I'm like, that Antarian cider is rough on the liver. He's had too much of that Antarian cider. Or could it have been the chronotons that he might have had on his side? Might have been the chronotons on the side. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But the doc has created a chronoton serum, he says. Yes. Look at that. To counteract the chronotons on the salad. Um, yeah. So, I, And I love how the doc says, like, in any other place, I would receive an award for how well yes. I did. It, doesn't he say that? Yes. Yeah. It's just an yeah, another anywhere day. Anywhere else, this antidote would have earned me a prestigious award. But on Voyager, just another day in the life of the underappreciated EMH. Yeah. That's old doc. He's it not, is. He's, he's grown and changed a bit. Yep. Yep. Um, Chakotay then asks about the others. You know, were there other injuries? And doc... Uh, 
says he he doesn't know of anyone else that yeah. was injured. What Chakotay says, like, hey, come with me. You know, let's let's go find if anyone yeah. else is injured. And that's when the doctor says, like, well, how, how am I going to do that? I am in trouble. Oh, that's right. I can't, I can't leave here at all. Yeah. And he says, well, where's your mobile emitter? And that's when we realize this is old doc for sure. He's yeah. like, my what? And I love I love that final interchange when Chakotay just looks at him. He doesn't explain it. He just says, I'll be back. And as he's walking out, the doctor quickly follows him to the door and says, wait, tell me about this mobile emitter. And uh, Bob did that very well. I it was very it good. Line. I wondered in this moment, I was like, there are so many scenes with the doctor where he's chasing someone out of sick bay <laughs> yes. with the last word. Yes. And I was like, I wonder when that started. Like, did yeah. Bob sort of add that or did the writers, was that I'm, from the writers that yeah. they sort of thought, oh, the doctor's always going to be calling out after with a funny line as yeah. somebody's leaving, but it's I'm, definitely a, a, a thing, a theme. I'm going to start calling him Robert TLW Picardo, Robert, the last, the word. last word Picardo. Yes, yes. Because you're right. That's his character. That's seven his, seasons. his bit. That's his brand. His bit. Yeah. <laughs> He's always <laughs> tossing out some, something as somebody's leaving. Yes. Um, we do go uh, out in the hallway and in, into a turbo lift. Uh, Chicote yeah. carrying a med kit. And in the turbo lift, we see some kind of energy surge go through. Yeah, he's heading to the bridge, right? The yeah. surge goes through, and guess what? That that kit the, disappears. It's the medical gone. kit disappears, and Very he's bizarre. like, "What?" Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that so we know something's up here. Yeah. Uh, we go to the bridge. There's mm -hmm. a bunch of crew hard at work here. Mm -hmm. I. I feel like it was different faces than we normally see on the bridge. It was a subtle little hint. I was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, there's a lot of different faces here. We're gonna Most learn definitely. This is back pre pre caretaker, pre leaving Alpha Quadrant. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. pre Delta Quadrant. Let's say yeah. that. Yeah, pre Delta Quadrant. PDQ. So there's quadrant. a different different crew, kind of a lot of different mm -hmm. faces. Yeah. Uh, Tuvok's not there. We we learn why because they haven't reconnected. Uh, yeah. But then I was thinking, did you see Harry's okay, well, Harry's there? Yeah. So Harry and Tom came onto Voyager. So you should have been there too, old Tom, yes. right? But, yeah. the, but wait a minute, were you? But I didn't get the assignment until we went into the Delta Quadrant. So I'm I'm on oh. the ship. If you're there, yeah. I'm there. But you but were I'm not just on kind of yes. wandering around. I'm, yeah, you're I'm in, you're an observer. Remember, you're an observer. Waiting, so you don't have. Um, I figured I was position. in the mess hall ordering more tomato soup. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I just had this image. Just they should have come into got the bowls of tomato soup. Yeah, with they just 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 you sitting there with a beard because you've been there so long. Yep. and it's one empty bowl after another of tomato. That's soup. That's what Tom's doing. He's just <laughs> eating tomato soup and having chronotons on his salad. Yes, you can um, put chronotons in your tomato soup too. Those they true. get them. They get that's nice true. and soggy inside there. They're really mm, good. Yeah, love those chronotons. Okay, uh, so uh, he anyways. grabs. Jacote yes. walks on the bridge and he's looking around and there's a lot of hubbub and he quickly grabs a passing crew member who just happens to be Harry Kim. And he says, Harry, what's going on? And Harry's like, sir, I, I'm afraid I don't know you. And Janeway immediately is like, take him into custody. But it's funny because Harry just walks away from the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. he, he lets other people do the dirty work. He's not going to, he's not going to put this guy into custody. Yeah. He's let other people I also do. loved when we see Janeway that, yeah. uh, she stands up from the captain's chair and yeah. she's got the bun of steel. Bun of steel. Yeah. And bun it's so funny. We made, we've made so much fun of that, but 
it was almost like um, wow it was almost like nostalgic to see that yeah. i was like goodness gracious there it is yeah. i yeah. kind of missed the bun of steel so yeah yeah it's the bun of steel he calls her Catherine. Chakotay calls her Catherine. She says, uh, I didn't realize we were on a first name basis. <laughs> and uh, she says that they were uh, uh, just about to chase uh, their ship, the Maquis ship, into yeah. the Badlands mm-hmm. when their systems began, began malfunctioning. So this right. is just before Caretaker. Right. Well, Chakotay does say, check your sensors. And Kim says they're are some fluctuations in the environmental control. So that sort of piques Janeway's interest. She's like, hmm. But not enough for her to say, don't take him to the brig. She says, take him to the brig. So just get him out of here. And so he's escorted off of the bridge. As they're in the turbo lift, the two security personnel are flanking Chakotay. But as they're heading towards the bridge, guess what? Another energy fluctuation kind of comes across, and both of those security personnel absolutely disappear. They're gone. Just like the med kit earlier, these guys disappear. And, and I feel when- like this was the clue that that these energy barriers are sort of things we travel through because both times he went through it, he was on the move somewhere. Yes. So you start yes. to go, oh, this isn't coming to him. No, he's going, he's going through, through something. Exactly. Yeah. He, yeah. De- he then halts the turbo lift and he says engineering. So he heads straight to engineering. Mm-hmm. Wonderful scene. The minute he walks in, all we see are Kazon and Suska. Yeah. And again, um, we absolutely adore Martha Hackett. So seeing her again. So fun so, to see her So again. fun. Yeah, this whole episode is a walk down memory lane for me. It really is. Yeah, greatest hits yeah. of Voyager. Yeah. It feels like so now he's gone through one of these barriers, these temporal yep. barriers into the time where, uh, what were the episodes called? When Seska and the Kazon took over the ship. Yeah, basics part one and two. Basically, Voyager was taken over by Seska and Maj Kala, played by Anthony yeah. DeLongis, who you worked on Masters of the Universe with and yeah. who I was taught stage combat with at UCLA. Yeah. Love Anthony. DeLongis, same He's guy. awesome. Yeah. So that's that time period. But the very first thing that happens to Chakotay is he gets hit in the face with the back of the uh, rifle butt of the uh, phaser rifle butt. By the and way, I hate those rifles, the Kazon rifles. You don't they like those like, at all? They look like trumpets. Trumpets with like I, like the the trumpet turned the wrong way or something. Or it they look like, like a, what it's got tubes and it yeah, just, I, yeah. Well, I mean to me it looks kind of steampunky, so I wasn't so mm. I wasn't I didn't have that much of a problem with it, but it is mm. a little Kind of like if MacGyver was to come up with a phaser rifle, that's what he would make, basically. (laughs) Um, But that 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 rifle butt in the face immediately, and this entire scene. I mean, when Seska slap backhands him, I kept thinking, this is like Harry Kim. This is like the Harry Kim experience. Harry Kim is always the one to be tortured, to be knocked down. And I I'm not trying to say this to be mean, but there was a bit of a satisfaction in me watching this, knowing <laughs> someone else is going through this treatment. It's yeah. not just Harry, thank goodness. So. Well, they hits him, then Seska yeah. heals him. Yeah, she <laughs> heals him. But then moments later, she slaps she back, him. Slap back I'm like, him. hit, heal, hit, heal. Like, which is it? Make up your mind. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. But Chakotay tries to, to lie to her and says he's got a dozen officers with him. He's locked her out of all the key systems. Yeah. And they're taking control, and Seska basically threatens to kill him yeah. if he doesn't give her access to the controls again. So he says, okay, I'm going to have to use a console. They let him get over there. And then he he disarms one of the Kazon, yeah. kills one of them with his own right. Right. Uh, trumpet rifle, and yeah. then... Um, 
he caused <laughs> causes some kind of system cooling breach or something. He climbs yeah. up to the second level and then tosses the rifle to to finish climbing out and sees that there's a ripple up there. Right. So, so he, he goes. Knows. He knows. Yeah. So he goes through that ripple and crosses through that barrier. Yeah. And where. Seska- Seska can't see him anymore. Yeah, but he can still see her. That's what's yes. so crazy. But I just want to say, I just want to bring up that right before he throws that rifle, Seska is like, don't make me kill you, Chakotay. And she's running after him with that. She's right there. Razor right. She is right there. He yeah, is still timing. climbing up there. And then she fires and misses. Mm. I mean, you, it should have went right up That's because it's a trumpet rifle. They don't it's fire a- straight. No, no, another no. problem with the trumpet <laughs> rifle. I, I wrote down. I wrote down in my notes. She has the same aiming abilities as a stormtrooper from the original Star Wars movie because they can't not hit good. anything either. So no. she is clearly not good at at um, aiming anything. No. So yeah. no, yeah. So she misses. Uh, Chakotay can see through this barrier. Then we cut over to sick bay. Yeah, and the doctor is pacing back and forth when suddenly a. Little panel opens on the bottom of a wall by yeah. the bio the biobeds. And I remember when that panel opened up, I remember some of these scenes where we had to crawl in the backside of sets. And outside of Sick Bay was just the stage floor. It was like the old Paramount, yeah. you know, yeah. soundstage. Right. And they'd they'd always put just like a little crappy little half wall or something. So you're literally when we would come in those scenes, yeah. It was so weird because you're like out on the soundstage and they call action. And then you crawl around the corner and suddenly you're in the ship. It was just, it was, I just had these like visceral memories of yes. those kind of scenes where it yeah. was, it was, it was very funny. It's true. But, and you're standing outside the set and you're just smelling like plywood, dust smell. and plywood, yeah, dust. And yeah. darkness. And then suddenly you crawl through into, oh, we're on a spaceship. <laughs> There's it's some the, grip like just standing there. Yeah, exactly. To you That's what there, I mean. There's drinking light stands. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, the panel opens up. Doc, the doc says, uh, "Whoever you are, I suggest you surrender. I'm armed." And he picks up a hypo spray. Very cute. Yeah. Uh, Chakotay comes crawling out from that <laughs> soundstage behind the wall, um, and the doctor asks, you know, wants to know what's going on. He tells yeah. Chakotay says, "What is the star date?" And doctor says, uh, "Star date forty nine four nine six two four and Chakotay is now putting this all together, that the mm-hmm. ship has somehow been fractured yeah. into different timelines, that different yeah. parts of the ship exif- exist in different time periods. Yeah. And, he- and his mobile emitter did not come online until a year later from yep. 49624 yep. from that star date. And when he brings up the, the Kazon or in engineering, the doctor is very worried yeah. about the Kazon. Um, but Chakotay does say it seems like He's the only one that can cross between these timelines. Right. And maybe because of that serum. serum. That's what he says. Exactly. The serum. He says, it must have made me immune. Normal tech won't pass through the barriers. So then he asked the doctor, can you replicate a chronoton infused hypospray casing that uh, uses the same principles that you use to make the serum? So he's basically trying to figure out how to um, uh, utilize what. Yeah. The, the doctor, medicine that the yeah, doctor, the same medicine the doctor came up with that uh, uh, helped him be immune. Yeah. Maybe he can, you know, every time I see Chronoton, I'm going to think of Crouton now because of you. And can you replicate a Crouton infused hypospray casing? <laughs> Next time I go to a restaurant, I'm going to ask if the salad has Chronotons on it. And, and the waiter's going to be like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you know, Chronotons. 
Oh, do you mean croutons? No, chronotons. No, chronotons. <laughs> are you I trying to refer to everyone is that the out French there, way of saying bacon Please bits? <laughs> try this experiment next time you're at a restaurant, order a salad with chronotons and try to correct them and see how it goes. Let us know. Please don't abuse your server that way. <laughs> Please. Okay. Um yeah, so the the doctor says he can. He can he can replicate that. Yes. Um cuz he Chicote wants to take some of that with him cuz this is the only way that he can help. Yeah. Put this ship back together. He needs someone to help him. So in he essence, needs someone to help him, and yeah. he needs more he of needs- this this chronoton infusion. Yeah. So we go to the bridge. He walks out. Chicote walks out on the bridge holding a hypospray. So the doctor must have given him some of this medicine that's helping right. him go through the barriers. Right. Kim sees um, this immediately. He draws yep. his phaser. Yep. Uh, I looked very serious when I drew you that did. phaser. Yeah. <laughs> Also, my they did my hair differently. That it did look it different. Didn't, it didn't even look like old, old school, yeah, really? pre Alpha Quadrant Harry hair. No, it didn't match it. So huh. I was like, "Oh, huh, that's interesting," but it's okay. It is what it is. If you had had a bun of steel in the first season, you could have just had a bun, and that would have been easy. I think we all should have had buns of steel. Like yeah. every crew member should have had a bun of steel. Season one, that would have been yeah, fun. That would have been okay. nice. Um, uh, okay, so. Chicote comes through. He uh, tries to explain that about these barriers, but uh, Janeway's not buying it. But that's when he starts throwing out all the stuff he knows about her, right? Now, yes, I got to say in this scene, yeah, Otto Beltran historically on our show, yes, had trouble remembering his lines. Yeah, I think he did here. He, oh, I thought he nailed this scene. Oh, this scene. oh, I thought you were going to tell me that you thought that he no. did not. This scene, he had these long speeches. About the Albatani posting and Dex misaligning with positronic relays. He had all this techno babble. He had a lot. This scene, he nailed it. (laughs) There's some other scenes, like when we go to Astrometrics and stuff with Janeway and Seven, where he didn't have so much to say. And it was back to old old Beltran. You can can see him sort of, oh, I didn't didn't spend much time on this. And she's kind of struggling through some of them. But this one, this is the best uh, Beltran memorization of large speeches i think in the entire series he wow yes okay talks about molly he talks tells janeway about molly the irish setter yeah you rescued it from the pound and tara seti that she was the run to the litter he talks about you love music but you never learned to play an instrument you really regret that he learned all these lines he did um and it worked to learn all these lines because janeway buys it yeah and And janeway says Ready room. Let's go. Ready. Head to my yeah, ready room. Talk I need more about this yeah. in the ready room. Yeah. I don't talk more about chronotons. Exactly. Yeah. We cut in the ready room. She's scanning the hypospray. She yeah. said, uh, uh, you know, fascinating story. But as the Ferengi say, a good lie is e- easier to believe than the truth. Right. I like that Ferengi saying. I don't know if that's know, a real Ferengi never, saying. Yeah, but she never, ever, ever uses Ferengi sayings on the but show. But so this is back in time. Back, back in time. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, so she's still question. wary. She's wary of him holding this random yes. hypo spray. So she says to the one security guy that's in the room with them, she says, have Mr. Kim run a full spectral analysis. For all I know, this is poison. And Mr. Shikoti is trying to assassinate me. But right as she's handing this hypo spray over to yeah. um, the ND over there, the uh, yeah. background actor, that's when Chakotay grabs her hand and does this little loopy loop, and he's yeah. holding nice her from behind. Move. Yeah, little little dancing with the stars move, and 
And he's like, back away, get back, get back. And, and he um, says, it is poison. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. Yeah. Lower your weapon. And Lower then, your uh, weapon. And, and he- the way he they, they kind of disappear around the corner was just, it was almost comical the way it, it, it happened to me when I was watching that. It was and I- either comical or she was enjoying it. Like he grabbed her tight. And she kind of had like a oh he's so strong. <laughs> he's like oh he's so mm. strong. I can yeah, feel there was his some, biceps. There's I'm always like, some yeah. JC and there's a going on. <laughs> Even when he threatens to kill her, she still can't help it. Okay, uh, now they're in the corridor, and this is where Andrews yes. says his looped line: <laughs> very "Let looped. her go." Let and her it was go. almost yeah. like that TNG episode "Code of Honor" that I dislike so much when they come down to the planet, and the one security, the one guy looks at Tasha Yar and says, "Your security chief is a woman." It was the same kind of like low guttural yes. voice that Andrews had. It might but, have been the same loop actor because you know they I, often had <laughs> the loop group loop some of the smaller yeah, roles it possibly. might have it might have been that right same same, okay. same loop person okay chicote says lower your weapon and this is when uh chicote sort of grabs her and starts walking backwards and they go through the the time yes uh, they do I'm a, can i call it a time fisher is i call it a barrier a time barrier okay so they go through the time barrier yeah and they disappear yeah. And that's when Andrew says, Captain. And Janeway sort of like yells back, Andrews. But, you know, he can't hear them any longer. So no. Andrew says, no. Andrew to the bridge. I need help here. I don't think that was looped. I think that was his voice. No, I think that might have been him. Yeah. Uh, that's why it was so weird that first line yeah the first line was so not even didn't sound anything like that actor um so chicote says he can't hear you we moved into a different time frame uh andrew says you know just scan the area once the other uh the other security personnel Mm -hmm. arrive he says scan the area but don't go past that bulkhead because he knows that's Mm -hmm. where they disappeared but this whole interchange between Janeway and Chakotay you know where he's Uh he's still holding her I want to hear what you want to say all right I'm going to say this it was it was like watching like a telenovela, like a exactly. It, it was very soap opera. And I was like, but, are they going to kiss or are they going to kill yeah, each but other? But I got to say, the cheesiness of it, yeah, made me love it. I love this episode because of how this episode to me is sort of like Los Angeles residential real estate architecture. Like you know how in LA, there's not one type of house yeah there's spanish yeah. there's cape cod there's 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 old southern plantation yeah. style everything a, is in there it's a hodgepodge it's a mishmash i would but because call of that i loved it gumbo it's a, a gumbo gum- this is a gumbo episode but i love this gumbo and, okay. and as cheesy as as soap opery as just this and it's only in this section in the very beginning where he's still this holding section, her well he's holding her and and he says stay or go it's your choice he's like yeah. seducing her there yeah yes yes and then she starts to try to walk away at one point and he blocks her with yeah. his body. They're very close. Oh, he's like, without me, you'll be walking into a future yeah. that you will know nothing about, you know? And then she's like, oh. And okay. by the way, I made a note as they're talking, often Janeway is not even looking in Chakotay's eyes. She's looking at his mouth moving and his body. Oh. And oh. there's a lot of body scanning going on. Interesting. And they, yeah. they do say, 
when it comes to nonverbal communication, when you yes. look at someone else's mouth or not their eyes, other parts yes. of their body, it means you are sexually sensual, You are sensually, yeah. exactly. you are turned on. You are Well, aroused. there was a lot of body some arousal. Oh, on. some major arousal going on here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, we, so they step out of that corridor. They yeah. go to a different corridor. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't like how when Chakotay says... Um, the astrometrics lab that's where they're going and Jamie's yeah. like what well, astrometrics what? we don't have that and Ch 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 he says harry kim designed it or will design it Jamie's reaction was like harry kim yes. like could he ever have enough knowledge to do something like that yeah. i mean it was absolutely but then Chakotay hilarious. stands up for him and says well uh you know harry is new to his job yeah. but he's going to become one of your best people Ch yeah yeah <laughs> That's true. And yeah. she says, our people? No, no, he says he's going to become oh, yeah. one of our one of best our people. Best yes. people. yes. And, and then Jay she says, wait, what? Our people? Our people? Yeah. That's when mm -hmm. the, the, the cat comes out of the bag. He's going to be Janeway's first officer. And Janeway's just trying to process this, this yes. whole thing. She's not sure what to believe, to be perfectly honest. Can uh, I say something, though? So yeah, uh, the temporal prime directive is going to yeah. come up yes. in a little while. And yeah. I thought Chicote suddenly he's been spilling all of these beans. And then suddenly the one thing like, oh, they went to the Delta Quadrant. Can't talk about that. But he's talked about Harry you, Kim. You, yeah, you've told I'm her pretty be much. First... <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Dude, I guess it's real. pick and you've choose. Been, it's yeah, pick he, and choose. Cherry picks what is okay and what is <laughs> yeah, not. And what's not. All right. Um, yeah, but they talk about the Borg. And she does say in this scene, she says, you know what? Keep it to yourself. The less I know about the future, the better. So yeah. she's got a so nod to yeah. the temporal prime directive here. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. We go through another quarter. There's smoke and bodies on the floor. So they're jumping timelines. Here. Yeah. The ship is at red alert. Yeah. She starts scanning, detects some actor, active neurogenic fields. Chicote says, well, this could be the, the day the telepathic pitcher plant put us all into comas, or it mm. could be the time the aliens invaded our dreams again he's <laughs> spilling the beans on yeah. so many things unbelievable so he's telling her all these things the only thing he's not saying is what episode what the name of the episode yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. the only thing he's not saying yes but it does start to feel like uh the highlights of star trek voyager the seven-year journey it is um, that's why i love this episode mm -hmm. uh they walk into astrometrics and immediately we see two crew members we do not know who they are, mm -hmm. but sure, soon enough, we do know. Mm -hmm. It's adult Naomi Wildman, mm -hmm. adult Icheb, and they look shocked because we find out in this scene that both Chicote and Janeway have passed away 17 years ago. So we are under the assumption that they have not made it back to the Alpha Quadrant. They're still en route, but 17 years later. And now that I think about that, I was really, really waiting on bated breath for someone to chime in you know someone to call with what happened yeah or or just yeah just you know a hail from the bridge you know uh captain tuvok to uh naomi wildman to you know to, to oh, lieutenant I wildman i was waiting for that because i want to know who is captain now i mean mm -hmm. next in succession after chicote would be tuvok because he's lieutenant mm -hmm. commander right so he would be the next mm -hmm. so i'm assuming it was tuvok but we never find out we never find out but we well, do wait, find if out. Janeway and Chicote died 17 years ago. Then how are they in Prodigy? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Uh, 
<laughs> interesting. Very, very funny. interesting. Very, very anyway, interesting. Yes. We do find out that the in 17 years, the sensors on uh the sensors in astrometrics have been upgraded to the point where they can detect temporal things. <laughs> so that's how good mm-hmm. they are. Um, but they also talk about mm-hmm. how too bad seven's not here. And Janeway's like, seven? Because she doesn't know who this is. But Chicote says, well, seven's mm-hmm. someone who really knows about temporal mechanics more than all of us. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, she hasn't been found. And evidently, the area where the, what, what do you call this? The um, Like the... The, the, the surge. The, the surge that sort of, of blew surge. out. Yeah, the surge yeah. that blew out um, the warp core. and the, the surge that knocked Chicote unconscious. Um, yeah. It also that it happened in their time frame so it and it shattered mm-hmm. uh it, it shattered what did it say it's like this section was the focal point yes. and it was obliterated this, exactly. this focal point so, of, of the surge right so yeah. the surge happened and knocked out chakotay in his time frame but in this time frame mm-hmm. it knocked out a section of the ship that unfortunately seven of nine was working in at the time so she is mm-hmm. uh mia mm-hmm. at this point yeah and too yeah, yeah too bad they can't find her because she would be more help uh, with the temporal mechanics than anyone yep. else. They could work a lot faster. Yeah. Naomi does say to Janeway that when she was little, there's nothing she wanted more than to be the assistant to Captain Janeway. And uh, I love that. She, she and, said that uh, in this scene? Oh. Yeah, she did. Okay. She wanted to be the assistant to the captain. And each stops Chicote and says, you know, I never did tell Neelix where you hid that cider, which was just <laughs> very sweet. Let's, it's yeah. a nice scene with the it older is. Naomi and Ichab to yeah. kind of connect some dots there. It was nice. Most definitely. Um, back in the corridor, Janeway wants to know why they're looking for se- the seven person, she says, mm-hmm. in Cargo Bay. What's she doing in Cargo Bay? Chikota she says, thought that that's where she works. Yeah. <laughs> and Chikota's, and Chikota's like, like, no, she spent a lot of time regenerating there. <laughs> yeah. And they go into basically a Borgified cargo bay yeah. with uh, green mood lighting and lots of it's Club Borg. And yeah. this is yeah, it's Club Borg, but it's a throwback to the episode Scorpion where we mm-hmm. first um, encounter Seven of Nine, essentially. Yep. So season four. Yeah. And, and Janeway wants to be filled in on this timeline. Yeah. And uh, Chakotay spills the beans because there's no temporal <laughs> prime directive yet. And he where says, "Where is that uh, temporal prime directive police officer that should yeah. be right there?" I, where I am that person. You are that um, person. Uh, but Chicote says that they had a temporary alliance with the Borg, um, <laughs> and then Seven shows up, full Borg, yeah. asking, you know, what has happened to Voyager. And I wrote, "I'm uh, sure Jerry Ryan was thrilled to get back in the full Borg makeup." Uh, I'm going to say this Borg. though; it, it it looked better. The second time around. Yes, it, it did just, look better. It, the the wardrobe, the makeup, it just looked better all around. It looked better, although I will four. say, I felt like Jerry Ryan's performance was more human than her first time she was the full Borg. Interesting. Mm. I felt like she it was a little less yeah. Borg this time. Okay, okay. If we I'll were in that. that timeline, I yeah. feel like she should have been super robot super Borg. Borg. Yeah. 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 Okay. Chicote introduces them. Seven explains how a Borg vessel can withstand these temporal stresses while it transwarp. Um, and the Borg the Borg cube uh keeps all the sections in temporal sync, temporal sync by um, projecting a chroniton field exactly. throughout the vessel. Those chronotons are so important. Uh, yeah, and to tasty. Your, and tasty. <laughs> yes. Exactly. 
Um, so she's, she explains how Borg vessels are specifically designed mm-hmm. with these kinds of uh, chroniton field conduits or something. Which protects them. To keep, oh, it keeps them in sync. That's the key, yeah. right? And then she says uh, they could install similar conduits throughout Voyager, um, but they they would need a big uh, power powerful field, a sufficient energy field. Um, and this is when they're putting all this together. And yeah. if they could do this, if they could create this kind of uh, link throughout the ship, that Chakotay could have a small window yeah. where he could try to counteract the warp core reaction. Yeah. And it's it's a very tricky plan. Yeah. But they don't have a way to get these conduits in different parts of the ship because of these barriers. And then Janeway says, wait a minute, bioneural circuitry. This is her warp particles moment. Yeah. Bioneural circuitry. Yeah. It's like a, a nervous system. It runs yeah. through the entire ship. And if we mm-hmm. could inject the gel packs all around the ship with that serum mm-hmm. that could create a similar kind of chroniton field like the Borg ship. Yeah. Um, so that's the mission. Go team. That's the mission. Go mm-hmm. team. Oh, and at the end, seven is <laughs> seven says, well, there's only two of you. That's very inefficient. My plan is I think that we should assimilate you and then assign other drones underneath you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So Jay was like, no, I don't like that plan. Okay, no, we we'll, won't be we'll assimilating be anybody. See no. ya. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go hang out with this like hunky guy. Very handsome that, man. That kind of yeah. held me so tightly Yeah, from my ready room into the corridor. And now yeah. we're friends. We're back in the corridor. Janeway says, that was weird, basically. <laughs> yeah. Dakota says, you know, you're going to, you're going to. Find a way to deal with this uh, Borg in the future. Yeah. Again, yeah. breaking the temporal prime directive. Yeah. He doesn't give her details, though. No, but is he really breaking it if he doesn't give her details? Because she doesn't I think know he's when. Breaking it. Okay. Fine. I'm on team uh, Chakotay okay. is a rule rule breaker. Okay. And by the way, they're leaving there. They're walking with their shoulders like bumping into each other. Yeah. They just met for God's sakes. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. They're already. They're already they the close. Yep. Yeah. Chakotay then rattles off this quote. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the journey of our life, I found myself astray in a dark wood where the straight road had been lost, which is a quote from Dante's Inferno. And Janeway's like, wait a minute. I didn't know Dante's Inferno was on the Maquis reading list. And Chakotay says, actually, I borrowed your copy. And Janeway says, my fiance gave me that book as an engagement mm-hmm. gift. I've never lent it to anyone jc moment right here uh, oh my god never so, lent it to anyone it was from her fiance yeah. what okay chakotay so. does say uh he agrees with dante that if you always see the road ahead of you it's not worth the trip yeah so uh she's very impressed you're a soldier and a philosopher she says your yeah. intelligence file does not do you justice Flirt, flirt flirt flirty flirt flirt flirty, flirty, flirt, flirt flirt vibes yeah. oh yeah all over the place yeah um, we go to sick bay. The doc is suiting up Janeway with a belt that's got all these well, vials. Well, looks, yeah, but let's let's be honest. What did that belt? It, what does that look like to you? That it looks that's like, like a shot for shotgun shells. Shotgun exactly. shells. That's yeah. what it is. It's an ammo belt for shotgun shells that they yeah. modified to look like you know yeah. something to put these mm-hmm. the hypospray um, liquids into. So yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, Janeway's very impressed with the EMH's versatility, and he says, "Well, he's been running for so long, he's." developed new subroutines and she says well how long have you been running he says three years yeah because the original doctor was killed um Mm -hmm. chakotay comes in with his own belt janeway says how was he killed yeah yeah 
She says, how was he killed? And he says, in the incident that stranded us here in the Delta, the del- before he finishes the, del- the Chakotay catches so he's like, on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Temporal prime directive. Oh, suddenly? Really? Suddenly? Uh, other people can't tell every spill all the beans like you've been doing the whole yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. he stops him from sharing the Delta Quadrant part of the story, right? Getting lost in the Delta Quadrant. Um, yeah, Janeway then says that she'll take the upper decks and Chicote mm-hmm. should take the lower decks. Mm-hmm. And another JC moment, Chicote says, I don't think splitting up's a good idea. Janeway's like, mm-hmm. You know, we get the job done faster. And he goes, No, no, as your first officer. It is my duty to protect you and be your knight in shining armor. I yes. have that part. Yeah. I know a lot more about out, what's out there than you do. So we have no mm-hmm. way of communicating. So again, he's saying we must stick very, very closely to each mm-hmm. other. This is the only way to succeed. And this is how JC shippers will rejoice all yes. around the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got in a quarter. They're opening a panel uh, in the hallway. There's some gel packs. They start working. Yeah. She asked about how many crew members have been lost. Um, yeah. Chicote says they've lost some crew members, but they've also gained some crew members as well. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we get a number here that we've never gotten before. Yeah. It's the number of crew members before the Maquis showed up. So mm-hmm. 153, 153 yeah. crew members. I never knew that. I didn't know that that's. I didn't know that either. Was. You're number 152 and I'm 153, right? So I guess we're so, already yeah. on the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're injecting the gel packs with a hypospray when suddenly this macro virus from macrocosm comes yeah. around a corner and they start running through and pass through a barrier yeah chakotay knows exactly like, what that is so what the yeah. hell was that <laughs> um he explains again <laughs> breaking the temporal prime directive he explains the whole story she says wow it seems like we went from one disaster to another <laughs> and uh chakotay says you know you you told me that starfleet captains don't choose their missions that the missions choose them yeah and uh, I like I like that quote. It's there. a good quote. It's a good quote. Mm-hmm. It is a very good quote. Yeah. Uh, we go to the holodeck next. Well, we go to a cave in yeah. black and white. So we assume we're in the holodeck. Um, oh, it God. is the Bride of Chaotica yeah. uh, holodeck. And Janeway's walking through this uh, cave. She says, a monochromatic environment? Chicote says, yes. It's one of Tom Paris's holodeck programs. Janeway picks up Captain Proton's rocket pack and says, hmm, interesting technology. Yeah. And basically, Chakotay says, you know, Tom, uh, Captain Proton is obviously the savior of the universe, which, right. of course, is true. Yeah, but then she bags on Paris. She's like, doesn't sound like Mr. Paris's tastes are very sophisticated. And I, yeah. and I got a little defensive when she said that. I'm like, what? Why are you bagging on yes, Tom it's for that? rude, rude, How dare you? rude. <laughs> very rude and, and then but then Chicote corroborates how unsophisticated you are that's why we love having him around that unsophisticated tommy paris yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the access port should be be there so they find it and uh they start to move some rocks from a yeah. panel when su- suddenly lonzak shows up yeah uh with his men orders them to seize them Ch- Chicote tries to deactivate the program right. but uh the computer says it can't comply yeah all of their controls are offline and mm-hmm. i'm wondering at that point wait are safety protocols offline too no they can't be because they're no. so casual yeah they're too that casual. they have to assume you know uh janeway after she gets grabbed and strapped down she's rolling her eyes constantly i assume safety protocols are still on and that they know that yeah but 
I wouldn't Definitely. be rolling my eyes so much if the safety protocol. Was yeah, off. she was rolling them a lot. Yeah, she and was. Chaotica doesn't like eye rolling. No, he's very sensitive. Backed, yeah, yeah. Um, but doesn't doesn't Chicote say like, "Hey, you need to, you need to roll with this," you know? Uh, yes, he you does. need it because play along. Yeah, play along. Basically. Yeah, that's when she calls him. Yes, her liege. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I love the evil laughing from Doctor Chaotica <laughs> from Martin. <laughs> Martin Rayner, his evil laugh as we push in on that yeah. close up was amazing. Very funny. Um, Janeway's eye roll. Um, yeah. Cote screws up. He says aliens from the eighth dimension, which is not a dimension in Captain yes. Proton. So, and Dr. Kata uh, says everyone knows there are only five dimensions. Yeah. So yeah. Kind of busted there. Right. Janeway then, tells, tells go him, go investigate that hidden panel if you don't yeah. believe me that there's yeah. these. Uh, these aliens from the eighth dimension. Eight, yeah. Yes, if you don't believe them, in eight eight dimensions. So they go. Lonzak pulls up a rock, which was a giant rock, by the way. Yes. And I was like, Lonzak is he is uh ripped if he can just well, pick this giant rock up and move it. Yeah. I mean, that being said, I mean the actor that who played Lonzak was a very large man. So he was large, but he was big. I don't know when he pulled that rock out so easily and just stood there and kind of whipped it around. I'm like, eh, it feels a little cheesy, but, but that's what proton is. It's that cheesy, is what proton, so yeah. it works. Yeah, I have no issue with that. Uh, Janeway tells uh, Katika if he injects it with a device that he took from them, um, it'll neutralize it'll it. it you neutralize it, yeah. And he knows exactly Katika how to use this hypo spray. He does it. <laughs> I like that he tosses the hypo spray away because it was like, don't talk. They need that hyperspray for all the other bioneural gel packs. But anyway, he tosses it. They'll they'll get it later. Um, oh, my God. He does come over and free her from her restraints. He, yeah. He, he says, oh, Arachnia, you do love me. And uh, Janeway says, how could I re- resist your magnetism? <laughs> Very funny. Together, we will rule the cosmos and grind our enemies into dust. I loved and his, his hand, hand gesture. Yeah, his rule little hand gesture. And grind them to into dust. dust. Like each finger kind of grinded into yeah. dust. And yeah. then he kisses her arm, very mm-hmm. similar to Gomez Adams from the Adams family, yeah. just all the way up to yeah, her shoulder. And she rolls her. I don't think she should have rolled her eye on that one. I think it should have been less eye rolling at the very end there. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Would have been fun to see something else. There was just, a lot no, of be, eye, No, just because rolls. he does look up at her at the end and she rolls her eyes then. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So it yeah. was like, eh, chaotic is kissing you. You can roll them if he's if he's engaged in kissing and not looking at your face. But at the very end, he looks yeah. up at her and her reaction is like, Given like a she's big not smile playing the part any longer. She should have been smiling like, hello. Or like, you know. Let me blow yeah. you a kiss, whatever. Yeah. Right. So that's going to be, I'm going to put that on Terry Wendell. So, okay. Okay. Moving on. Uh, moving on. We're in the corridor. Janeway and Chakotay are walking down the hall. She's Janeway says, if we uh, restore the timeline, remind me to cancel Mr. Paris's holiday privileges. Rude. Out. Rude. Out. That hurts. That actually Painful. hurts. That hurt me. Yeah. I was like, what? No. Yes. How dare they, you? They go in, uh, tur- walk into a turbo lift. Next, we see them coming in the transporter room. Yes. They find Maki, Balana, and Ayala. Oh, my God. And... So this is from Caretaker now. Okay. Yes. So they're all in Maki uniforms. This is when mm-hmm. we held them. in. We didn't have enough rig, rig space. So now we're holding them in the transporter room, basically. I, I guess right? so. 
Yeah, Milana wants to know what's going on. She recognizes Chicote. He says, uh, it's very complicated. I'll explain what's going on. Yeah, she's like, what are you um, doing in that uniform? That horrible Starfleet yeah. uniform, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, she can't believe that uh, Chicote is trusting Janeway and working with her. And he says, just trust me. I've never lied to you before, and I'm not lying now. Yeah. Um, that seems to convince Bolana and Chicote injects some gel packs in the transporter room. Yeah. Um, Janeway looks at Bolana, obviously curious as to why this woman doesn't trust her in that moment. I saw that look from Kate. It was great. It was good. Um, we go out in the corridor, Janeway and Chicote walking again. Yeah. Um, and Janeway says, uh, Bolana blamed her for stranding them. Well, she said and, that woman. So yeah, that woman. That, yeah blamed uh blame me for stranding them and um chicote tries to brush it off he's you know she's just angry and janeway wants more clarity and wants to know what happened and yeah. he says you were trying to save lives and he's spilling the beans he's spilling the beans right. there yeah. were ocompans yeah. alien culture and don't second guess yourself. Look, I, I would have ended with you were trying to save lives. That's it. No, don't yeah. list the name of the alien culture yeah. as the accompans. Now she's going to know you just spilled it to her. So, yeah. But this anyway. scene is, is about basically Janeway's like, you know, I'm starting to second guess every decision I ever made. Like, yeah. Everything I'm seeing looks like I just got us in trouble, more trouble. I didn't, right. you know, protect anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, we do go in the mess hall next. And they see all these injured people in beds. Tom Paris finally shows up in the episode. He's tending to them. Um, he asks how they got in there. Because obviously they're trapped in mess hall with all these injured people and can't right. seem to get out of this timeline. Right. And Tom says it's radiation poisoning, EPS relays overloaded. Yeah. Uh, when they ran into an anomaly and they need the doctor and medical supplies. So this is the current timeline. It's got to be. The season seven where we started. This yeah. is uh, Tom in that in that timeline. So yeah. he so just to re recap, Tom knows about his relationship with Bolana, knows all the things they've been through. Um, Bolana doesn't because her timeline is back in the Maquis days. So mm -hmm. I'll I'll reference that a little later. Right. But um, Neelix Neelix shows up, offers the captain coffee black. She's like, "Who are you? And how do you know I like coffee black?" She accepts the coffee. Neelix reassures her, you know, you always get us out of this. Yeah. This kind of jam. Don't, you know, you'll, we'll be fine. Don't worry. Which I thought was cute. Neelix's yeah. positivity. Right. Um, they're about to leave when Janeway hears Tuvok say captain from across the room. He's like, go over. Captain. He captain. is injured. Is that pretty good? Captain. Yeah. I have a question. So Tuvok, if we're in the current timeline and Tuvok is this injured, I mean, I guess we go back and redo the moment of yeah okay it, it makes sense because it, it gets re yeah by the end because of the get episode, restarted yeah it, it's a restart where this tuvok this reality never happens that yeah. has to be the the correct yeah because he dies low chart here yeah he's yeah. dying here but also while he's dying he's like it's been an honor to serve with you yeah. and to be your friend so it's sort of like spock inside the warp core with shatner yes. with with uh yes with kirk so it's spock and kirk and now it's Tuvok and Janeway. And that's yeah. when Janeway yells out, Mr. Paris, 
And you take your sweet time. I think you had well, some chronotons earlier. You were kind of a little slow coming over. You didn't really. I did. I had some chronotons. Yeah, you had some chronotons. That's all they had was, in the mess hall was that's chronotons. It. That's it. You were stuck in the mess hall. Neilis gave you chronotons and you were a little slow coming over to well, dying. Well, I think everybody's body. dying here. He's got a whole room He's full, got a lot full of, roof, of people. Room no medicine, no nothing. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not going to blame it on you, but I do no, think that you're. Your moves were a little bit slower than I thought not, they should be. Not much he can do. He's okay. This is bad. Yeah, I'm putting no blame on you. I'm just saying no, chronotons made you slow. Yeah, so. it's true. It's okay, true. Yeah, uh, we go out to a corridor in a turbo lift again. Janeway says she cannot let this happen. Yeah, no. Um, no. Again, and Chakotay's like, "What do you mean?" And she's she's now saying all of it, the yeah. getting stranded and all yeah. the deaths, and it's just too overwhelming. Is, everything to is my yeah. fault, and she's yeah. got to change it. Yep. And she wants to try to modify the plan, see if she can put Voyager back yeah. into its original time frame so they never go to the Delta Quadrant. None of this happens. Mm-hmm. And Chakotay stops the turbo lift right there. He's like, wait a minute. This plan is already dangerous enough. And if we change it, it's going to be way too risky. She's like, but it's worth the risk. And he says, no, it, it, they have to go forward with a current plan. If they do, Tuvok will be fine. Yeah, And she said, it's not just about that it's it's about all of this she wants to know what what really happens she says uh he says what about the temporal prime directive she goes the hell with that yeah and chakotay says with all due respect it's a little presumptuous of you to think that you have the right to change everyone's future yeah and she says but they'll thank me and he goes no um it's not it's not just you're only seeing part of the picture uh, you're missing the part about people like Seven of Nine, who became a member of this crew, or Tom Paris, who was a former convict, and now he's our pilot and chief medical yeah. officer and husband to Balana. Yeah. And says, well, that, that angry woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was, and I immediately thought about, could we make a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> with Balana saying the angry woman the or just angry, angry woman. woman on there. Yeah. But I, I do feel like, you know, this whole thing is, this whole scene is basically Chakotay saying to Chainway, you've only seen the worst of it. Yeah, there's a you lot of good. You haven't seen any good that we've yeah. gone through in the last seven years. There's wonderful moments as well that you have not been privy to. So, And this was a, another great scene with Beltran, mm-hmm. knowing all the lines inside <laughs> yes. the house. And he did not stumble here at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought this was really, really good. And I just want to just, I just want to say to everyone out there, I don't want everyone to assume that Robert Beltran doesn't know any of his lines on anything that he's worked on in his life. He no. He's just not a massive, he's not a fan of sci-fi. And so I think when you're not into a genre, it's harder to memorize Technobabble and things like that. Things but like that. If also, you give him Shakespeare, he'll, oh, know, yeah. like, he'll know everything yeah. in a Shakespeare play, which the other is thing, arguably more difficult to yeah. memorize than this. The other thing I noticed with Beltran, and I can relate to as an actor, when you're in scenes where you just have a couple lines here or there, like on the yeah. bridge, it's yeah. hard to remember very because much so. they come it's, it's out of left field. They're, they're expositional lines. Yeah, you, you can't remember where you jump in. It's just yeah. it's much easier in a scene like this where you've got tons of lines, yeah. but it's just you and another character back right. and forth, back and forth. Because the cues make sense. They don't come out of nowhere, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Basically, he he tells her, like, don't change the future. There's a lot of good to it. Right. She, she finishes with, uh, are you going to be lecturing me like this for the whole seven years? And he says, yes, but you'll always get the last word. <laughs> Don't and worry. They, you'll always get the last word. Yeah. Which she does. She's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, let's get back case, to work. Let's get back to work. She had the last word. Yeah. 
Um, in the quarter again, she wants to know about the Seska person. Yeah. He fills her in um, how she joined the crew, defected, leaving. He does leave out the part where she catfished him about carrying his baby. Uh, he does <laughs> tell Janeway some of it, but he well, doesn't mention that. Well, you know, that, there you go. That's the temporal know. prime directive working yeah. right there. He's yeah. not going to give the full detail. He is cherry picking what he's going to share. <laughs> um, but, they, but they're concerned because they feel like Seska is not going to, you know, play along. going to be a problem. This. Yeah, she's going to be an issue. Definitely. Yeah. So we uh, cut to engineering. Chicote is trying to talk to Seska. He's being held diplomatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's looking at this hypo spray. She says, I believe you. This is too preposterous to be a lie. So yeah. they let him go. Yeah. Seska even gets a little flirty here. She talks <laughs> about how he becomes more dis- is becoming more distinguished with age. Um, and then suddenly she turns on him yeah. and realizes that if he's from the future, that means her plan won't succeed. Right. And that the Voyager crew is going to take back the ship if he's still around. Yeah. And and trying to flip back to his timeline. Yeah. Um, she can't let that happen. And the Kazon grab him. They pull him away. She wants to um, change the plan to calibrate this pulse to bring the whole ship in temporal sync with her timeline. So suddenly, right. oh, she wants to not go back to his timeline. Uh-huh. Reality, she wants she wants her plan to work. Yeah. Basically, she's like, I will not be deterred. Mm-hmm. Kazon raised the rifles. We feel like it's going to be the end of Chakotay when we see... Janeway, Tom, and Harry step through a barrier on the second level. How did they get there? They've walked through all these other barriers. They were just watching from behind a barrier, I guess. We have the serum, too, now. That's what it is. That's true. But do you remember filming? You remember I filming do. This? I remember okay, so this. Scene. I remember Wendell saying, and now, guys, this is when you jump off the second level on the Kazon. And, the, and I'm like, okay. And if you notice, you climbed over. I went under the thing yeah. because yeah. on that day, I was like, this is so dangerous. I was like, it's high up. And I said, Robbie's taller than me. His his legs are probably longer, definitely. And so it made so for me, it made no sense to try to hurdle it like you did. I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. So yeah, I went I'm, under I went underneath, is what I did. But it was high. Um, I remember they shot the the angle looking up at us. Yeah. We had pads and things. Yeah, we actually jumped. That's uh, we jumped off of that thing. Yes, right. We did. Yeah. We did. I remember the ninja jump that we did off that. I- <laughs> off that balcony yeah it was it was kind of fun for me i was like this is cool i yeah i felt pretty safe but it definitely you had a little adrenaline up there oh yes you did there are some nerves there definitely were some nerves that day yeah Yeah. um chakotay lets in icheb and naomi adult icheb and naomi come in naomi sets off an explosion at a console yeah alana ayala some other maquis come in Seska grabs- I love this. This is everyone, the team up right here, right? Yeah, Everyone's got different serum. Timelines they, all the timelines are together. We got Tarek there. Yeah, yep. Everyone's there. Yeah. And then, and then Seska grabs Janeway in a chokehold. Yeah. And she basically says, I want all my people to be inoculated so yeah. we can travel through the ship. Right. Says, nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> Seska's about to shoot Janeway when Borg 7 walks in the door. Oh, my God. Um, through a barrier and... Seska shoots at her, but she's got her Borg stuff on. So oh, yeah. Bounces off. She's oh, gonna, yeah. And um, then she grabs seven, grabs her in that crazy chokehold, too. Yeah. You see that? I was like, Hah! it was like, wow. Yeah, Aggressive. So we cut out to space. We see that the ship is still stuck in this temporal anomaly. 
still fritzing from in space. We come back and Bolana reports Seska and Kazan are all in the Jeffrey's tube, secured. Chicote yeah. says the gel packs are ready. And Janeway gives a speech. She wants everybody to go back to their section, their timeline. <laughs> and she says after Chicote initiates this pulse, yeah. he'll, uh, you know, he should find himself back at the moment Voyager first encountered this chronokinetic surge. Uh-huh. And he's only going to have a few seconds. But um, I'd like you to thank you all for putting your doubts aside. Um, and uh, Good she luck. Said, when, she when says, these timelines are restored, none of us are going to remember yeah. what's happened. Right. So um, everyone leaves after she says, Good luck to all of you, except yeah. for Janeway and Chicote. And here it is the JC moment. Janeway well, says, Yes. I was going to say before, and I want to hear you describe the JC moment, yeah, but everyone heads off. Yeah. Tom and Bolana are walking a foot apart. And. <laughs> Tom knows that Balana is his, like, they don't yeah. even look at each other. And Balana well, should be like, who are you? She's a Maquis. And Tom yeah. should be like, guess what? Okay. You're going to so, like me someday. There should be some recognition of that. Yes, you're right. You're right. Okay. So uh, Janeway basically turns to Chakotay and says, mind if I ask you one last question? And Chakotay says, well, I have to break the temporal time prime directive to answer it, which is kind of funny. And then Janeway mm-hmm. says, well, maybe just a little. For two people who started off as enemies, it seems we get to know each other pretty well. So I've been wondering, just how close do we get? Dun, dun, dun! Because she's feeling the attraction to Chakotay mm-hmm. in that moment. And so she yes. wants to know. She knows yes. that there's something going on there. Right? Mm-hmm. And of course, Chakotay answers with, let's just say there are some barriers we never cross. And then she awkwardly brings her hand up to shake it. I'm like, no, that should be a kiss. But okay. But it is what it is. I think this does answer the question that were they feeling feelings that the audience all saw, that I saw, that you saw? And this answers the question, yes, they were both feeling those feelings. Yes. And it also answers the question, why didn't they act on it? Because sometime off camera, they agreed to not cross some barriers. That's why they can have dinner together and flirt mm-hmm. a little, but they're not going to cross the barriers. I thought this scene was super important for our yeah. series. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she says, see you in the future. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, we go back to the bridge. We're in caretaker time bridge in this moment. Janeway walks in, takes her seat. Mm-hmm. She asks Harry for an update. He says Chicote will be initiating the pulse in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Starts a countdown there. We go to engineering. Chicote does initialize the pulse. This bright light fills the room. I yeah. love the, we cut around to the bridge with this energy energy distortion. I love the VFX kind of double exposure thing happening. Yeah. Now when Janeway asks, what is it? Which is, it harkens back to that earlier scene. Now I respond, not looped. I say, I don't know. This is my real voice on mm-hmm. since they use that on set. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. no looping here. Main power is being rerouted to the deflector dish. Mm-hmm. Jamie was like, who gave that order? And uh, we do we do see everything sort of just, everything just goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, the deflector has been burned out, but we're okay. Uh, so then Janeway's like, well, do you mind telling me why Bellana burned out the deflector dish? And Chakotay's like, well, actually I ordered it. Janeway's like, what? Why? She goes like, trust me, it's better than the alternative. And then she's still kind of like trying to probe here, which is what exactly? And she was like, I can't tell you. And she's like, why? The temporal rhyme directive. Bolana's already got a team working on the repairs. And what do you say we finish our dinner? 
I loved her look, by the way. A great smiley face from her. She yeah. was like, she was like, really? You've yeah. got a secret. I don't know. It was a very, very yeah. It was very a sweet, it was a nice cute. interchange, definitely. And we end with the final scene in Janeway's quarters mm-hmm. after dinner. They've been drinking up that cider, mm-hmm. and you know they have a nice little uh, a nice little connection here. Nice, nice mm-hmm. little moment. They have this dinner, and uh, she she would want to know what happened if the deflector dish had not been turned into a lightning rod. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, we've been down this road before. And she says, oh, have we? And he says, yeah, you wanting answers to questions that you shouldn't be asking. <laughs> and Janeway says, it's strange knowing there's a piece of your life that you don't know anything about. And Chicote says, well, that sounds a lot like the future, <laughs> which was so relatable, right? We, we all want answers yeah. to questions that we can't get answers on. Yeah. And, uh, and then she says, "What you know? Any predictions on the future?" And he says, "Only that uh, in a few minutes this bottle will be empty." <laughs> and he pours her a glass, and then uh, she says, "Well, maybe we should go to Cargo Bay and get another bottle." And he's like, "Wait, what? How do you know where my hiding place is?" She goes, "I can't tell you." And Chicote says, "Why not?" And she responds with, "Temporal Prime Directive." Da, da, da. Oh. I love that ending. It's yeah, cute. It's very really cute. cute. Very, yeah. very cute. Oh my god. Okay, so do you have a theme that you what is your lesson from this? Would you say yes? My theme is don't regret the past. That things happen. Sure, bad things, you know, choices we made and things we've done in life may have some consequences that we regret or that we wish weren't true, but also so many good things happen because of the choices we make. So don't don't try to second guess it or change it like the scene where Janeway wanted to not you know prevent the voyager from going to the delta quadrant and chicote is like no a lot of good things happened naomi was born here she you know seven's life was changed so many good things neelix all these things happened that wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. so um don't regret the past okay how about this don't obsess with the past because that means you are ignoring the present which will then lead to you having no future. Yeah, great. How's that? Okay. I like it. All right. I like it. What is your rating of this episode? My rating for Shattered, I love this episode. It was super fun. I'm yep. going to get the give this an 8.5. Wow. Okay. 8.5 is pretty high. I, I might even go, go 8.6, actually. Okay. 8.6, final answer. Hmm. What about you? Well... It fits a lot of the Robbie Duncan McNeil criteria in that pretty much everyone was used in this episode. Yeah. So that's the main thing. Even and old guest stars were used. Even old yeah. guest stars. So it actually went above and beyond. Yep. Okay. Agreed. So my only issues were a few of the funny things where, for instance, Seska not being able to hit Chakotay, who's, I'm going to say, probably two feet away from her. <laughs> How could she not hit him? Other than that, and maybe a couple other things, I really loved this episode. This was a very entertaining episode. It was a walk mm-hmm. down memory lane. Uh, I love seeing all the guest stars that we've had in the past. I loved the references to the old episodes we've had, uh, macro macrocosm, you know, caretaker, pre-caretaker. Mm-hmm. So my rating is going to be 9.5. <gasps> Holy moly. I guess, this is probably the highest rating I've given anything. Wow. <laughs> episode. Yes. There you well, go. It's funny. You give it a 9.5. I get it at 8.6. Yeah. Right in the middle of that is our Admiral and Captain. Really? Yes. Admiral and Captain's average rating is 9.1. 
Look at that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I we was going to say 9.9, but I didn't go that high. So. Wow. Yeah, because I thought you would look at me like I'm crazy. But but still, 9.1 for our captain's admirals. Um, awesome. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty darn good. I'm, yeah. I, again, as and again, uh, there's some moments in here that are so cheesy, but I love the cheesiness. I mm-hmm. love that that whole beginning when Janeway has no clue who this Chakotay is, and he's mm-hmm. he's holding her hostage and all that stuff. It was the best. Really so good. good. What is next week? Yes, next week uh, we will be reviewing, recapping, and discussing yes. the episode Lineage. So join us then, everyone. And uh, thank you for tuning in to our recap and discussion of Shattered. For all of yes. our Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material. Stay tuned if you're a Patreon patron. I just want to say, Lineage next week, we're going to be having a very special guest <gasps> and very special bonus material. Are you, are you spoiling it already? I'm not spoiling it. I'm oh, just, just saying, saying don't you're not going to miss say the name. it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't miss, miss next week. We're going to have a special guest by the name of Chronoton. Just kidding. Better, even better than chronotons. Even better than chronotons on your yeah. salad. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. See you next week. Bye.